Hi everyone, this is a quick message to let you know that you are listening to the audio version of a full video training and you can still catch the replay of the full video training by just going to the link in the description or inespadar.ch slash VQC replay. So we are currently hosting the Visibility Queen Challenge, an amazing challenge that combines both subconscious work to overcome visibility fears and imposter syndrome and strategies and an A to Z plan to teach you how to nail your profitable niche, how to post on social media to attract high ticket clients to you and how to come up with an amazing offer and sell it without ever feeling sleazy. So if you want to catch the replays to all of the trainings, you can do that super easily. Just go to the link in the description and I hope that you enjoy this podcast episode. Today's the day where we come up with an amazing offer that we can sell effortlessly without the sleaze factor. And I'm super excited because, you know, there's a common saying um, that says having an online business is one, having an offer and two, having a way to collect payments. So that is a very simple approach to an online business, but it's actually really true. So I will not go through um, the, the weekly schedule once again, because we've done this a million times, but today is all about building or coming up with a compelling offer, selling it with ease and the back end for a business that runs itself. Many, many people do like a really good job online, but the one missing link between having audience members and then clients, so audience members that turn into clients is having one, a clear offer and two, communicating the benefits of that offer so people see the value and people are ready to invest in it, right? That's one of the, mind, the missing links. Um, and that's what we'll do today. Also mindset shift for selling your offer without ever, ever feeling awkward because when we feel awkward when talking about our offer, energetically people feel it and then they kind of feel something is off and they don't buy. Coming across as the expert you are when talking about your offers, that's also a super important point because people buy from experts, people buy from people they trust. So we want to make sure that when we do talk about our offer, when we put ourselves out there, we immediately like come across as someone, as an authority, as someone who can solve other people's problems. And last but not least, backend systems for a business that runs itself because we did not leave the corporate prison or have the intention of leaving the corporate prison if we're going to be working 24 seven in our own business. So we're going to talk about everything you can do in terms of tech that is pretty simple so you can have more time while automations and systems do the heavy lifting. So creating a compelling offer or one of the elements that makes an offer compelling is actually your audience knowing that they have a problem, right? And this is so simple, but it's so significant. For example, and we already talked about this, I think in day one or two, I can't remember, but very few people know the word codependency, right? So many people have codependency. And let me know in the comments, when you see codependency, like, do you know exactly what it is? Or is it like one of the first times you've heard this? Heard this? And I know that we have many coaches and therapists tuning in live today. So maybe you've heard of that term, but even a few years ago, I didn't know what codependency was. So if we are a codependency um, specialist and we talk about codependency, but the people that we are helping or that we want to help 
don't recognize the term, even though they might be suffering from it, they're just not really going to resonate with our offer or resonate with our content. If I tell someone, hey, I have this amazing three-month program to go from codependency to being free, and they don't know, they don't even know they have codependency, they're going to be like, oh yeah, cool. Like, and it's not going to resonate at all, right? So we need to make them aware of their problem and making our audience problem aware is mainly done through our content. Content, videos, educational posts like we talked about yesterday. Also, our offer or product sells a solution, not a process. So for example, no one cares about branding or SEO. They care about getting more clients or having more people visiting their website. So if I have SEO solution with solutions, which stands for search engine optimization. So basically it's some of the stuff you do in the back end of the website so that it appears on Google when people search your name or your, the name of your company. If I, as a business owner, if I'm going to hire someone to do my SEO, the ultimate goal is that the website appears on Google easier or faster and that more people find the website. So that's what they have to tell me. They're going to tell me we have this amazing SEO package. So more people find your website when they click imposter, uh, when they type imposter syndrome or when they type your name. I absolutely don't care about the logistics of how they're going to do it or what it implies or what's the tech behind SEO, right? So if they talk about that, they're going to lose me as a potential client. Same with RTT. No one really cares. There are some exceptions, like some people specifically look for RTT, but no one really cares about RTT or EFT or NLP as a modality alone. What they want is the solution that they are going to get through that modality. So they want to feel more confident. They want to conquer imposter syndrome. Maybe they want a better health. They want to get over pain. They want to uh, let go of social anxiety or whatnot. So again, that is what we need to be talking about. The solution, the transformation of them moving from A, where they don't want to be, to point B, where they have their ideal life and where that opportunity exists for them to get more of what you want. And that is done, again, by doing the market research to know if our audience wants what we are selling it's market research to know, to get to know our audience better and know what, what they uh, connect with, what they don't connect with using their words, taking their words and putting it in our content. And one of the super simple yet efficient things you can do to know your audience better or to know your ideal client better, even if you've never worked with anyone, is working with a few people to figure out the need. So even if it's for free or against testimonials, or if it's with your friends, if they happen to have a problem that you can help with and that is similar to your niche, that is really, really, really going to be helpful to help them move, um, to help you get all of the information you need to talk in a compelling way to your audience. And once you can talk in a compelling way, and especially once you know what is going through their mind. It is so much easier to make them understand how your offer is absolutely amazing and how it's going to be life-changing. So we never need to convince, we never need to get on calls and talk about a talk for an hour on how it's going to be life-changing because they already understand it. Let me know, let me see if there are any questions. Okay. 
learned about codependency a few years ago and did a lot of research. That's, it's definitely something that I feel like no one knows they have until it's pointed out exactly. There's also many definitions. That's very true. And it can be in many different, many used for many different people in many different situations, exactly. Mm -mm -mm. Someone says, so instead of saying you will create content or do Facebook ads or help with their YouTube channel, you will talk about generating their lifelong leads, etc. Exactly. We talk about the result that the person wants, right? And that is it. And then through our content, of course, we can talk more about the process, if it's relevant or if it's necessary. But in general, people have a problem that needs to be solving. And that's the only thing that they are actually um, interested in. Someone says, am I the only one who cares about the process? I always ask people this and their methodology. It's really, that depends on the personality. So for example, for me, it's important to know that whatever I invest in, the process includes some sort of like spirituality or is related to the universe. I would not like invest in someone if they're like super 3D, the universe is a bunch of of woo-woo, hoo-hoo, tree-hugging stuff that they don't believe in because it doesn't float my boat, right? So to some extent, we can talk about the process once we've talked about the result, right? And for the people who need or who are interested in knowing more, you can have that extra information. And many people are interested and many people are not. And there was this um, entrepreneur in Switzerland I know, and I can't remember what they do. They did something with corporations, like they worked with corporations. And she asked this, it was the, the HR director. She said, how much do you need to know about what we do and how we do it? And he says, nothing as long as it works. And he basically signed the contract. So it's really dependent on personality types. There is no right or wrong. But as a general rule, people don't really care about how many calls uh, you're going to give them or what exactly you'll be doing. They care about the solution. And once they have the confirmation that you can give them that solution, that's when they go more into details if they want to. So let's, I'm going to give you an example of how it's relevant to know our audience, even if they want a similar product or solution. So let's take the interior design example. So client A is Sven. He's an investment banker with lots and lots of money, little time and a big, big ego. And he really likes to show off and throw expensive parties with lots of champagne. So obviously he's not just throwing any parties right now, but that's what he likes to do. Sven doesn't care about organic bamboo countertops. What he really wants is the wow factor. So when his colleagues or his guests come to his place, they're like, wow, Sven has a really cool home. So what will resonate with him is high-end, totally customizable, rapidly done for you interior design from A to Z. And he, maybe he wants several projects that will be created beforehand so he can just choose what he likes the best. And he says, okay, I really like idea C, now do it. He doesn't have time, he's too busy in the bank and he doesn't really care about choosing between 50 shades of um, blue for his bathroom, right? So we need to talk to this. We need to talk to the fact that this is highly custom customizable, that there is not too much time involvement on your behalf, that we will come up with five custom solutions or cust five custom projects and you just choose the one that you like the best and we'll take care of everything. Now, let's say you're also an interior designer from the same company 
and your client is John and John and his wife have their own company and they sell organic skincare products. They love to be involved in the process and creating their dream home. Maybe they've been traveling, they've been to different countries, they want to incorporate um, some aspects of their travel in their home and their priority is sustainability and a very zen vibe. An offer that will resonate with them is more of a collaborative process where the client and the interior designer form a team to find what best suits the family with a special emphasis on organic and natural elements, right? Even though interior design and the main solution is the same, the way we are going to talk about the offer and put that offer out there and talk about the different benefits of the offer is very, very different for Sven, who wants to wow his guests and couldn't care less about organic bamboo and has no time, and for John and his wife, who actually are very involved in the process and want to be implicated in creating their super cozy, sustainable interior home, right? So that is why it is so significant to know what is going on in our ideal client's mind. And it all starts with what we did on day two of nailing our niche and knowing our client, ideal client from the inside out. Let me see if there are any questions. <laughs> no, I don't think we have any questions. Okay, let's move on. Now, when it comes to creating a compelling offer, one of the most efficient ways of coming up with something that is really going to hit the nail on the head is backwards induction. So going from the transformation to the process to the details. So when we keep in mind the end result, which is the transformation, for example, for the imposter syndrome terminator program, it's overcoming imposter syndrome and building or growing a business. That is the end result. That is what people, women want when they follow me on Instagram. What they want is overcoming imposter syndrome so they can build or grow their business and ultimately get more clients because imposter syndrome has bit, bitten, bites, bites, bitten the dust because they feel confident, because they can charge what their offer is worth and because they can confidently show up and be visible. The process that we use to facilitate that transformation is subconscious work to remove imposter syndrome plus business coaching. And in subconscious work, we do we can go over different themes depending on what the client needs, which are visibility fears or maybe undercharging or how to overcome the feeling that they don't know enough, how to boost confidence, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the business coaching, the more like technical aspects of, okay, how are we going to structure this program? How are we going to sell it? How are we going to structure a website, emails, et cetera, et cetera. So that is the process. And then the details or like the structure of it is calls. So maybe we have two and a half hour calls that are uh, subconscious work or RTT or EFT or NLP or whatnot. Maybe we also have 60 minutes business calls. Maybe we have email support or access to VIP resources. So that is the details or kind of how our entire program is structured. So always start from the transformation. What does my ideal client want? Where do they want to be in one or two or three or six months? And then what's the necessary process that they need to go through that will kind of maximize the chances that they are able to have that transformation? 
what is the logical kind of steps and it doesn't have to be in a specific order right sometimes it is sometimes it's not what is the process that they have to go through in order to get that transformation and once we have the process kind of the main idea what does the structure or what do the details look like that is how we create a compelling offer super simple super powerful don't be afraid to make your program longer if it's needed so i made that mistake in the earlier stages of my business where when i had imposter syndrome and when i kind of felt like a fraud i i knew that my ideal clients or that the clients i was serving back then needed more than like one session or one week or one month of support many of them when we had like a discovery call or a chat they said oh so i'm struggling with my self-confidence and i'd like to lose weight but also with my kids it's not going that well so realistically they needed a program that would allow us to cover those different things for them to be happy and for them to let go of anxiety or have the results they want but because of imposter syndrome and because of a bunch of like money blocks and receiving blocks, I was like, oh my God, like there's no way on earth that I can come up with a, like a three month program because I feel that they don't have money. And what if they say no? And what if they can't afford it? And all of these like limiting beliefs running through my mind. So instead I did a one month offer, a three week offer. I think it was like one hypnosis session that was two and a half hours and like, um, support calls calls in between and like email support or something. And deep down in my heart, I knew that three weeks was not enough for like most of the people who reached out to me. Some of them, they had like something that could be fixed pretty rapidly, but it was rare. It was very rare. So deep down, I knew that they needed more time. And because I knew that, it actually also repelled clients kind of energetically because I kind of didn't, I wasn't in love with the offer I was presenting them, even though I knew that these three or four weeks would be very transformational and would help them a lot. I also knew that they actually needed more time. And when your mind knows that your client actually needs something else than what you're suggesting, to some extent, we're going to be repelling clients or repelling money because it's misaligned and we're not kind of following our gut. So don't be afraid to make your program longer if it's needed. If your people need more time to get the transformation that you're talking about um, on your social media platforms or on your website, and they need three months or four months to get there, don't be afraid to have an offer that's three or four months that you fully believe in and that you absolutely love. Because when we love and believe in our offer, it's almost, we almost don't have to sell it. It has a very special energy. It emanates a very special, spe specific, like energetic frequency that attracts people to it. Like your offer is doing the attraction. You don't even have to do it because you know that the offer is that good. So let me know right now in the comments if all of this resonates with you. I have learned the hard way, guys. Like, I would have self, saved myself a, lo a lot, many, many weeks and months of hustle and struggle in my bank account crying at the end of each month if uh, I had realized these things earlier. But the great thing is that you can learn from my mistakes so you don't have to make the same mistakes, right? And maybe some thoughts are like, oh my God, but I can't. I can't sell a program that's longer. I'm a fraud and I'm, I'm an imposter. Who am I to have a high ticket program, blah, blah, blah. 
all of that is imposter syndrome and no six or seven figure business was built on a big fat layer of imposter syndrome. So the priority, one of my ring lights has just turned off. So the priority is to deal with the imposter syndrome first. And once that's dealt, once that is dealt with, it's going to be so much easier to put yourself out there with confidence and sell your offer with confidence without feeling awkward or sleazy, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, let me know the comments. Someone says, thank you for this advice. I was thinking that in my niche, they absolutely need more time. If they need more time, we create an offer that is longer because it's very difficult to put ourselves out there. And for me to say, hey, the imposter syndrome terminator program will help you conquer imposter syndrome and grow your business. And the program is one month. And deep down, I know that it's just not realistic to get that done in one month. There is going to be like some fucked up energy that is going to repel clients and it's just not going to work. Okay, let's jump to the next slide if Canva agrees. <laughs> okay, here we are. So this is basically what we just talked about, but on a more like visual, visual way. Your ideal clients from heaven want to go from point A to point B. The point A, you know exactly where that is because you've done your market research with your ideal client. So you know what their pain points are, what is frustrating them, what they're struggling with, what they've tried before, but that hasn't worked. And what is making them, what is keeping them up at night, right? You also know their point B, so where you want to go because again, you've done the market research. Now to move from A to B, there are several like logical step or a process that they need to go through. Sometimes it's in a specific order, sometimes it's not. And this can look very different uh, differently to depending on your client. So for example, I can have a client who wants to overcome imposter syndrome and her main issue is visibility and not feeling competent enough. And another client can be very comfortable with visibility, but she is undercharging and she has self-doubt and anxiety, right? So it can look very different, but the result is that they still want to conquer imposter syndrome. So the process, logical steps they need to go through. So if you're like a gardening coach and you, you teach people how to grow a beautiful garden with beautiful plants, step one could be kind of like uh, pulling out all of the weeds and making sure that the basis of your garden can is good. So you can then plant plants that would actually survive. Step two is what kind of soil or fertilizer you need for what plant. And then step three could be planting the plants and when to plant them and when to trim them so they can grow beautifully. And then the details or the structure, as we talked about before, is what is included or what are the technicalities or what kind of do they get in each one of the steps, et cetera, et cetera. And there is no right or wrong. It really, really depends on what you feel they would benefit the most from. Now let's talk about the mindset part or the energetic aspects of selling your offer because you can have the best offer on the planet. We will not be able to sell it and attract clients to it if we have imposter syndrome, if a bunch of subconscious stuff is going in, going on through our mind, et cetera, et cetera. So you're not selling, you are serving. Sometimes we kind of get the feeling that we are some sort of like desperate person that's like, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. But we are not doing that. We are giving an opportunity to people 
who want to improve their life, however that might be. Maybe it's health, maybe it's relationship, maybe they want more time, maybe they need a more beautiful website, whatever they might need. They want something and we can help them. We can help them get more of what they want. And also they value what they want more than they value money. So if you tell me now, hey, Ines, you can have 5,000 bucks in your bank account, or you can invest those 5,000 and get over depression like I had three years ago, of course, without hesitating for a single microsecond, I would rather be happy and depression-free than have depression and have those 5,000 or 2,000 bucks in my bank account. So remember that your ideal client wants to change. Your ideal client is ready to invest to improve their life. Your ideal client values their solution or values what they want more than they value money. Keep that in mind always because it makes it so much easier just energetically to put yourself out there efficiently. Also, doing some subconscious work to remove receiving blocks or feeling of unworthiness. Because again, if we have receiving blocks, and there's a huge difference between money and receiving blocks, money blocks are usually limiting beliefs around money, like money doesn't grow on trees, or money makes people greedy, or you can have it, but you will lose it. Those are money blocks. Receiving blocks is everything that has to do when we feel uncomfortable or that we feel that we don't deserve to receive. And this is very, very frequent in men, but more in women, and especially women who tend to help other people, because we are used to taking care of other people, to support other people, maybe even to lend money or to lend, to give attention, love and support. But when it comes to receiving, we feel a bit awkward, we feel a bit cringy, or we don't want to disturb or be annoying to people who might give to us. If we have a receiving box and receiving even compliments or gifts, makes us feel uncomfortable, how do you think that your system is going to react to receiving money from a client? Well, I can answer that question because I used to have a massive receiving block, which was blocking all of the money away. When I felt uncomfortable receiving, which I did for a very long time, I was subconsciously repelling money because I didn't feel comfortable receiving that amount and Part of me felt awkward and I was so used to always be the one who's giving and taking care of other people and worrying about other people's well-being that receiving just felt completely unfamiliar and your subconscious mind hates what is unfamiliar and it will push that away. It's just kind of a survival mechanism. Bullet point number three, you're not responsible for the results. This also can create a huge selling block. So when we feel responsible or overly responsible for a client's getting results, we are basically saying, I don't want clients because I don't want the potential situation where they have paid me amount X and then we are done working together and they didn't get what they want. And then just we run the whole movie in our mind of like our client after two or three or five or 12 weeks or whatever saying like, hey, Ines, so... When we, when we had that initial discovery call three months ago, you told me that I would get X, Y, Z, and here we are, and it didn't work. So what's the deal now? We are running that horror movie in our mind, thinking, oh my God, what happens if they don't get results? And that is one of the number one blocks 
that was interfering with all of my mastermind clients, even mastermind clients who already had clients, right? So even the mastermind queens who were doing pretty well, they were kind of plateauing at a certain income level. And it's because to some extent, either they felt responsible for the results or they felt that more money would be more responsibility or they didn't feel that they deserved to receive that much. Or maybe they were worried that if they made more than their spouse and their spouse would get jealous, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're not responsible for your client's results and you will never be because there is only that much you can do. But if they're not involved in the process, if they're not meeting you halfway, and if it's not a collaborative process, unless you do done for you services, which is different, then you can have the best thing, the best offer in the entire planet, and it's still not going to be enough. And that has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them, right? So remember that your ideal client gets results. So planting that seed and setting the intention in the universe or whatever your belief system is, but setting the intention that the people who come towards you take responsibility for their life and for their well-being, meaning that if in three months or five months or one year or whatever your how, however long your offer is, if they don't, if they're not where they wanted to go, they will take full full responsibility for it. It has happened with a few of my clients that they wanted, I don't know, they had an objective, let's call it objective X. And after three months together, they did not get there, right? And they, before I even had an opportunity to say anything, they said like, I loved our three months together. I know that on our initial onboard, onboarding call, I said that I wanted X, but actually I didn't, I didn't do everything I could have done or I'm not ready to get that or there's still stuff I need to work on before I can fully get it. Never, never, ever have I had a client who blamed not getting what they want on me. It's really rare that they don't get what they want, but when they do, they always took responsibility. And one of the keys of your clients taking responsibility is one of all, uh, first of all, having healthy boundaries. So like, Boundaries where you take no shit, right? And just energetically, people will feel that you don't take any shit and that they can't try the guilt trip with you. And number two, which might sound unexpected, but that is completely, absolutely true is the higher the investment for your program or services or product, the higher quality clients you will attract. There are exceptions. Don't, don't, like, don't be like, yeah, that's not true. They are exceptions of people who pay way less and who are the best clients in the world, the nicest people to work with, absolutely. But on average, if you take people who pay, I don't know, $97 and you take people who pay $997 for an offer, the 997 ones will take more responsibility for their results, they will be more resourceful and they will be more ready to do whatever it takes to get the results they want. And the reason for that is very, very, very simple, is that people who don't take responsibility for their life, people who blame and complain, they just aren't ready to invest one or two or five or 10,000 because they know that they're not going to make it happen. So they subconsciously set themselves up for failure. And they also know that they expect other people to do all of the work and that they, they're just not willing to pay more because they know that just, they're just not going to do what it takes. Whereas people who are ready to invest 
two, three, five, 10, 20, whatever, how many thousands dollars, once they make that investment decision, they're like, okay, boom, this is a big investment for me. And now I am going to make this happen. Like I am going to make my investment back or I am going to do everything in my power to get that solution that I am paying for. And because they come from that mindset, before they even started your program or your offer or your services, it becomes a positive self-fulfilling prophecy. They're basically energetically moving things around in the universe that, are, that is going to make whatever they want happen. That is the power of having a higher end program. Higher end programs attract people who are ready to make things happen. Super low offers, not always, not always, please remember this, but mainly attract people looking for five-star service at Airbnb price. And again, sometimes you have the most amazing people who just happen to want that offer that's at, that's at a lower price, but people who are just willing to spend $97 or $197, usually they're the people who expect five-star hotels at Airbnb price and who kind of blame, complain, and have unrealistic expectations. Okay, let's move on to bullet point number four. Know the problem that they're ready to pay for and walk them through the problem to solution path. That is one of the things that we cover in the Visibility Queen Bootcamp that is going to be open for enrollment uh, this week is that how to ace your discovery calls. There's nothing worse than getting someone booking a discovery call or a sales call and then we lose them because we feel uncomfortable or because we couldn't like clearly communicate the benefits of our offer. So the, the video training on how to close all of your discovery calls is a seven-step process where we walk them through the problem, through solu problem to solution path. And when you position yourself as the authority that is giving them an opportunity to give them more of what you want. And once you position yourself like that, and once they feel that energy, they actually want to work with you and they're actually worried that you don't have enough space anymore to work with um, to work with them and you will convert all of your sales calls. I had a 95% uh, close rate on all of my discovery calls and I love discovery calls because I knew that each time someone booked a call, I basically had a new client. Talk about the benefits and the results, not so much about the features. So we always talk about where they want to go the benefits that they will get from it, the results rather than features. So for example, I can say you have unlimited email access, which is not bad, but it's pretty cookie cutter and a bit plain vanilla. Or I can say you have unlimited email or Voxer access. So each time a question pops up in your mind, you can ask and we'll come up with a solution. So you never have to feel stuck or feel overwhelmed. Oh, okay, that really resonates, right? Last but not least, ban discounts on your one-on-one -on -one offer forever experts don't do discounts and when we offer a discount on a one-on-one -on -one offer like programs online courses it's different because it doesn't involve your time but when we offer discounts on a one-on-one -on -one offer or program people don't understand why you're doing it unless maybe it's like a new offer but even then how would you feel if you go to the knee surgeon to get knee surgery and they're like, hey, Ina, so actually I just graduated. So, but don't worry, like I'm really good at what I do. And like your knee will be so good, but because I'm kind of new, you get like 
30% of the surgery. Like, honestly, how would you feel if a new surgeon told you that? Would you feel confident? Probably not. When we do discounts on one-on-one, it usually stems from imposter syndrome, right? Oh, maybe I don't know enough or I just got like started. Maybe I'm not legit. So it's just because of inner limiting beliefs that have nothing to do with the quality of our program. But when people come across a discount on a one-on-one, they don't really think you have imposter syndrome. They think that your offer sucks. And because you don't believe in your offer, you're discounting it and they will probably won't want it. Okay, let me see if we have any questions. Mm -mm. Emily says, I drastically changed my program when I niche down. I work with some free better clients before I niche, but now I'm trying to decide whether to offer a discount for a few better clients in my new niche. Good idea or not. Um, I wouldn't do it. If you've already worked with three better clients before, I think that you know you have enough information now to come up with a program that's, uh, that solves your ideal client's problems and your ideal client is two steps behind you. Um, you can, if you really feel that you need to, discount it, but I would certainly not market it and present it as a better program with a discount because it kind of, it doesn't come across as professional or as trustable and it doesn't get the expert vibes like you could have by just using different wording. Okay, everything is resonating. Yes, women as helpers and healers over giving. Yes, exactly, Jocelyn. Receiving work is so important. My work is all about removing blocks in the subconscious. I absolutely love this. I had to work hard to put this limiting belief out of my mind. I was feeling responsible for my clients' results. Yeah, that's something we, we worked on a lot in the, the abundance magnet. As many people have that. Selling feels icky. Serving feels great. Exactly. Feeling of unworthy can be a result of not attracting your ideal client. Exactly. You mentioned the knee surgeon example that he just graduated. At the same way, as you coach, as a coach just starting out, how do you justify a high one-on-one price tag? Surely I'll, surely I'll have to give away a few, a, free, a few free calls to get testimonials. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to be doing. There are no rules, right? Um, when I got started with my imposter syndrome terminator program one year ago, it was $3,600. It was a high ticket program because we always have to go back to the fundamental kind of aspect or fundamental <laughs> foundation of can you help your client get more of what you want, more of what they want? Does your offer provide the solution that they are looking for? If the answer is yes, you don't need anything else. I had done like therapy and energetic work with friends, with family members and with clients who were paying like one-off sessions for two or $300. It was working. They were getting outstanding results. So I know that the methodology and what I was doing was working. So then when I came up with my three-month imposter syndrome terminator program, it was 3,600 because that was my happy price. And for all of you who have the VIP upgrade, there was a section in your PDF workbook about how to find your happy price and how to price your offer. That was my happy price. And I was not willing to give my one-on-one time and everything that it involved and like 
giving feedback and being available on email, et cetera, for less than 3,600 for three months, because it I would have sabotaged myself. I would have been resentful against my offer, resentful against my pricing. And when you undercharge your services, just because imposter syndrome is giving you like a bunch of limiting beliefs, like you just got started, you don't have experience, et cetera. It's recipe for sabotage or resentment and repelling clients energetically. And I was really aware of that because I had worked a very long time charging less than I wanted to charge because I didn't feel good enough or I didn't feel that I was legit enough to charge more. And I was just resentful. I mean, I loved working with the people, but then they were getting these outstanding results. And I was like, I only charge around X for that. And it's pretty ridiculous because if they had gone to like a traditional coach or therapist, they would have needed like 10 or 15 sessions to get the same result. So it's kind of like, you always have to remember can you help them? And if you can help them, it's completely irrelevant how much experience you have or how long you've been in the game. It's just imposter syndrome messing with your mind. Can you tell us where the VIP booklet is again? I looked for it and couldn't find it. It's in uh, the emails you get, uh, but you can also send me a message either on Instagram or Facebook, um, and we will send you the link for the VIP option. Okay, okay. Okay, now selling your offer, kind of like the practicalities of how we actually sell our offer. So we have an offer, the offer is amazing, we love it. We're charging our happy price, so we aren't resentful and we don't sabotage and repel clients because, you know, when you're undercharging, you're like, like screw this, like this is awesome and they're just, they're just going to pay this and it's worth so much more and your energetic system is just going to push it away. So once we've dealt with all of the... Um, once we've dealt with kind of all of the inner stuff and coming up with an offer we love, how do we put it out there in an efficient way? First of all, talking about our offer on a regular basis so people actually know it exists. So remember one thing. Let's say that you're following, you have like 700 Facebook friends or you're following 700 accounts on Instagram. And on average, let's, for simplicity, let's just say that all accounts or friends post once a day. That means that there's going to be 700 posts a day out there for you to see. Obviously, that's not really realistic unless you're spending all day, every day, 12 hours a day scrolling through your feed, which we all do more than we should, but that's something else, right? Watching cat videos. But the algorithm basically has to decide what content you are the most likely to appreciate and it's going to select what posts you're going to see. This means that when I post something, not everyone sees it, right? My 2,200 followers or I don't know how many followers I have or in the Facebook group, not everyone is going to see it. Actually, a pretty small proportion of the followers of Facebook group members are going to see it. Meaning that even if you talk about your offer only once a week, and that would already be good. Like many people don't even talk about their offer once a week. Your audience is actually going to see it maybe once or twice a month maximum. That is not enough. So we need to make sure that we're actually talking about our offer so people even know that there is a solution that exists that can solve their problem. We talk about our offer by... For example, as we talked about yesterday, doing a post about our offer, having a call to action, sending an email with a PS, hey, for more information about my offer, click here. 
um, talking about it in Instagram stories, et cetera, et cetera. Many coaches say you need to talk about your offer every single day, even if it's for five seconds. Creating the know, like, and trust factor with your audience and consistency is key. So I have had like, my Facebook is having a dark night of the soul, my Facebook group <laughs> for some obscure reason. Uh, the algorithm in the group is not really, uh, it has a mind of its own at the moment, which is fine. It's temporary and no one is seeing the content. So this has been going on since about, I don't know, January or February. And all of the posts get less engagement, less comments, less likes. Not because people don't like the content, just because people are not seeing it, right? So it's not something personal. It's just that they're not seeing the content. In these moments, many people exit the boat. So they're like, screw this. No one is liking my content. I spend so much time and effort like putting content out there and like I don't even get likes or comments. And that's one, that's, that is, it's, blah, I can't speak. I need to drink a bit of water. Wait a second. That's when sometimes we get a bit discouraged when we take it personally, we think that people actually don't like the content, which is not true. And it can kind of affect our confidence or create even more visibility fears and we show up less. Consistency is key. And one of the very good reframes that you can adopt to really fully embody that is that the universe doesn't care about how many likes your content has. High ticket clients usually are not really the ones who comment a lot or leave a bunch of likes they're kind of the people who look in the background and observe everything you do but you don't know they're there so just hold the belief the right people always find me right and consistently put yourself out there even when you don't really feel like it of course you can take a few days break or one week break or two weeks break if you're going on holiday but consistency and always coming up with the same clear message is absolutely key and it's just a matter of time before it starts working really well. Video, video, and more video. Video is just one of these keys that opens the door to clients flowing to you. And in general, when talking about your offer, doing video or any type of content, remember that you're not convincing anyone about the validity of what you do. You rather talk to people who are on the same wavelength and who are already um, very interested in what you do. So we are not going on a convincing mission. Like how horrible would it be for me to try, I don't know, to hang out on LinkedIn and try to convince a bunch of scientists that don't believe in like spiritual stuff that the universe can help them in their career. Like it's just going to be recipe for failure, recipe for burnout, recipe for resentment. So keep in mind, you're not convincing anyone but rather you're talking to people who already love what you do. Nail your pricing, sell at your happy price. We already talked about this before, but if we're not selling at our happy price, if we are undercharging because imposter syndrome is messing with our mind, we are going to be subconsciously repelling people away because we actually don't want them as a client because we don't want to be paid less than what we know we should be paid. And last but not least, don't cold message like what is more annoying than the hey girl message nothing pisses me off than getting a hey girl dm it's an absolute waste of my time it's a waste of their time i have no clue who they are and then they all pitch you with the exact same bs like 
oh, I just found your account and I absolutely love it. So what do you do? And you're like, well, if you love my account, you should know what I do, right? Then you, you tell them what you do because you think that maybe they're a potential client, right? You're excited about getting a message. And then they follow up with the basic bitch question number two is, so do you do one-on-one -on -one or group programs? And they're basically telling you to answer one or the other. So then they can pitch you one of the solutions that you didn't mention. And then they're like, how about making 10K a month without blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, screw you. Like this is such a freaking waste of time. So we do not do cold messaging. We do magic attraction marketing, cold messaging. Like, and it, it kind of removes credibility from people. Like if someone is cold messaging me, I'm going to assume that they have nothing better to do than send me a cold message. So their business mustn't be going that well. Otherwise, they wouldn't be cold messaging me, right? There is a difference between cold messaging and DM strategies. So I know that some people love to hang out in DMs and create meaningful connections and get to know people better through DMs from a genuine, like, genuine intention. That is very different than cold messaging. And if you resonate with that, go for it. I personally don't do it, but I know many people who do it and it works really well for them. Okay, let me go through the questions to make sure we didn't miss anything here. Would you charge more than average if you combine a few therapies? Um, the price that we charge is always about the solution we provide. So if you can get someone a solution way faster because you're uh, different modalities or bomb.com, you can charge more because people are willing to pay more to get better and faster results, right? If, if you go to the dentist because one of your tooth is like hurting like hell and they can say, okay, you can pay 200 bucks, but I can only take you in one week or you can pay 400 bucks and we can deal with this within the next hour, you'll be willing to pay more. Or if a business coach tells me, well, you can pay 2000 and we'll get your business up and going in six months, or you can pay 5,000 and you'll be up and going in two months, I'll pay 5,000. But what we charge doesn't really depend on the certification we have. It's all about the solution we provide and how people value that solution. Okay. You're best off just putting your offer on your page. People will come to you asking for more information if they resonate with that offer. Mm -hmm. How to do that without seeming selly. There's nothing wrong with selling. Like that's also a reframe we need to adopt. What is wrong with selling? Like Nike is selling me sneakers and I want sneakers. So how is it a problem that Nike is selling me sneakers? But when I go to the bakery, I want bread. So the bakery sells me bread. Like what's wrong with that, right? I think that selling has a lot of negative like energy around it because we just think of those sleazy people trying to sell us a bunch of trash and messenger but there is nothing wrong with selling okay not everyone is great at video that's a problem for many well everyone can be great at video if they want to okay same cold dms feel sleazy to me not servicey no cold dms if you cold message someone you're never going to come from a place of service Mm -mm -mm. Okay, no questions. Perfect. You are an expert. So you can use clients' testimonials or if you don't have testimonials yet, your own story to come across as the expert you are. Remember, people buy because they are inspired and they are inspired that they can move from A to B. So if you have overcome a hurdle and you can share that story and inspire people, 
and let them know that if you could do it, they can do it too. Technically, that's enough. You don't need anything more. You don't even need testimonials, right? None of my new programs I launch have testimonials because if it's a new program, no one has gone through the new program yet. But it doesn't stop people from investing in the new program because they believe that the program will help facilitate the transformation that they want to have. Having your own framework, we already talked about this, I think, on day one and day yesterday or the day before, I can't remember, because when you have your own framework, you will automatically come across as an authority. That's a psychological thing, a subconscious thing. Don't discount your one-on-one -on -one ever because experts don't do discounts. So if you want to charge like three grand, but you don't feel comfortable charging three grand yet, don't position it as it's 2000 discounted out of 3000, just sell it for 2000. And when you feel more comfortable, you can go up to three. It's very counterproductive. Like if you know your offer is worth example, 3000, but you just don't feel you can ever sell it because it's, it feels way too far from your comfortable zone, it's going to be counterproductive to kind of stick with 3000. So go to whatever you feel comfortable with, but not resentful, right? Comfortable, a bit out of your comfort zone, and then you can incrementally increase the price. And people care about results, not credentials. So please just tell imposter syndrome um, to go somewhere else than living rent-free in your mind and show your results, show your own transformation, show testimonials, oops, say reach out to people. Uh, you can do like service against testimonial in the earlier stages of your business if you want to. Um, some people care about credentials, but usually people who care about credentials and credentials only tend to be a bit controlling and not the nicest clients to work with. Not always, but often. People who see nothing beyond credentials who don't take into account your personality, who don't take into account your own story or your client's results, and are just focused on credentials, are usually pretty hard to work with, and that's not an ideal client. Okay, let's talk about systems. Let me see if we have any more questions. Can testimonials fall under the selling post day on the weekly social media calendar? Yes, if you have a call to action to book a call or to check out your program. And you can incorporate a testimonial in a sales post. That's actually a very good way of like combining both testimonials and sales. And there are actually templates in Bootcamp. So in the Visibility Queen Bootcamp, the fantastic, amazing program that will bring your business to a whole new level. There are in the bonus section, uh, templates and examples for each post. So for educational post, personal sales and inspir inspirational. Systems. So it doesn't take super expensive systems to run a very profitable business and you not doing all of the nitty gritty that is not necessary to do. So here are the systems I started with that basically allowed to scale the business pretty fast with not that much effort in terms of tech and nitty gritty and sending emails. So first of all, a system like Acuity. There are other ones uh, apart from Acuity scheduling, but you don't want to be going back and forth of like, oh, when should we book our call or what's your time zone, et cetera, et cetera. Acuity scheduling or any system that is similar are super, super convenient because you basically open slots in your calendar when you are available to do calls. 
you send people a link and then they can choose the slot that best suits them and then the system will take care of everything. It will send them an email reminder, it will send them their links and their times and it will convert time zones so you don't have to do anything. Then if you have an offer, you need some sort of payment system to collect payments. So you can use either PayPal or Stripe. There are other systems too, but those are the most famous. And Stripe, fun fact or super cool tip, use it with Moonclerk. Moonclerk is kind of like an extension that you have to, you, so you need Stripe in order to use Moonclerk. But Moonclerk is like this super, super user-friendly extension that you can use on top of pay, um, Stripe and you can create payment plans. So the system will automatically rebuild a card, even if it's for a one-on-one -on -one program and you have like the pay in full options that's 3000 or a monthly payment of 1,200, the system will take care of everything and you don't have to worry about like recharging a card or sending emails about their second payments and feeling awkward, et cetera, et cetera. Convert kit for emails or any email or customer relationship CRM, customer relationship management system. ConvertKit is very user-friendly in terms of visual automations and creating funnels a bit further along in your business without the headache. And I think that it has a better um, delivery rate than uh, MailChimp. Don't quote me on this or Google uh, Gmail. So basically, when you send an email, it sometimes arrives in spam. And you can't really do anything about that. And it, with some email providers, emails end up in spam more than with others. And that kind of depends on how many people who have received emails from that provider flag the emails as spam. Spam. So let's just say that these stupid people use Gmail to send millions of emails of spam and people have put the emails in spam, then the Gmail domain will kind of have a bad reputation and Gmail, like emails coming from a Gmail address will tend to end up in spam more than, for example, a different system. So I use ConvertKit, it's super amazing, uh, super amazing and easy to do funnels with it, to do passive income funnels, etc. Hello Science, I know that there are other systems too, but basically some sort of legal, legal signature system that when you sign uh, a contract, for example, through PDF, and people sign it online with like an electronic signature, it is recognized. It is rec like legally recognized. So should you have an issue, for example, HelloSign, but there are many others, um, provide some sort of solution where should the matter escalate into a legal case, the signature will be recognized legally. Canva, Canva is everyone's best friend. This presentation was made with Canva. So Canva is basically your BFF forever when it comes to creating posts that look really good or presentations or any kind of graphics or images that you need for your business. And Zoom, Zoom, uh, this presentation is being broadcast through Zoom or Zoom if you have client calls, if you have group calls, et cetera, et cetera. So those are basically the original things I started to work with. Um, and if you want to, to have some sort of course platform, there are many course platforms, some of them or more expensive than others is like Kartra, Kajabi, Thinkific, um, Teachable. But in the very beginning where we don't necessarily have like a huge budget, Dropbox or Google Drive will do the job just fine. So let's just say that you are selling a course that has, uh, I don't know, 10 modules. And for each module, you have like 
some teaching materials or a video or an audio or a PDF. You can just open like a folder in Google Drive, create 10 subfolders for all of the uh, modules and then drag and drop all of the content in those folders. And then you just need to share the link to the folder in Google Drive and you don't even need to pay like an expensive software to host a course. So that is super, super convenient, especially in the earlier stages of our business when we don't have like a huge um, monthly budget to pay for like a bunch of systems. Okay, I think we are almost done for today. We are. Don't want to hold you up too long. It's already an hour. How do I talk so much? This is like insane. What schedule system do you use? I use Acuity. Acuity is great. It is created by Squarespace. Mm, I didn't even know that. I know this may sound like a stupid question, but they are all costly. Do you know how much you pay monthly for all of these systems? Uh, I have a bunch of more systems now. So I think Acuity is 30, if I'm not mistaken. Stripe is free. It just takes a commission on payments. And Moonclerk takes like 10 or 15 bucks a month. Um, ConvertKit, it depends on how many subscribers you have. So I think that up until a certain amount of subscribers, it's free. And then when you reach a certain limit, you start paying more. HelloSign has a free version. Um, so you can only send three contracts a month. But in the beginning, I didn't need more than three contracts a month. Canva has a free version too. Zoom has a free version too. You can get like the pro upgrade if you need to, for example, broadcast in a Facebook group like we are doing today. Or if you need um, to have many participants, and I can't remember how much the provision is. So you can get away with all of these systems for less than $100, maybe between 50 or 70 to $100 a month. And the time it will save you and how it will grow your business. So for example, having a simple funnel with like a very small passive income offer in ConvertKit can basically pay for all of these systems in a month. And just the time you'll save going back and forth, sending stupid emails, converting time zone with someone who's wondering when they can book a call with you, or just the fact that someone doesn't have access to an easy link. So they will not book a call with you because it's too complicated. Like it's more costly not to have the systems than actually having them. Okay. Now, Last but not least, instead, in terms of having a business that runs itself, follow the magic rule, automate, delegate, eliminate. So anything that can be automated by a system will be automated by a system. So like payment plans, booking calls with you, email sequences, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So for example, for those of you who signed up for this challenge, you opted in on a landing page and then you got an email that was automatic. Like how horrible would it be if I had to send like 973 emails each time someone opted in and the customer experience or like the, um, the, the personal experience for the person would be awful because they opt in and then the email comes later and it's just messy. Delegate. So delegate either to a virtual assistant or if you don't have a virtual assistant yet because your business is in earlier stages, Fiverr is your best friend forever. So I don't know if you know Fiverr, but Fiverr is basically like Airbnb, but for service providers who do gigs or for freelancers who provide solutions like people can create a website on Fiverr, they can create an email sequence, they can set up your payment system. And it's very competitive. Like the prices on there are very competitive. Many people come from countries 
uh, like Southeast Asia, et cetera, where the, the salaries over there are very low. So for them being on the platform, they're actually making way more money than if they had like a traditional job over there. But for us, it's still way cheaper than if you have to pay someone over here. So it's kind of like a win-win. Um, or you can also do service exchange for basically everything that is too overwhelming. So if you know someone who's into websites and you're a therapist and they need therapy and you need a website, you can trade services. And I think there are some Facebook groups, uh, I'm not in any of them, where you can actually trade services. So that is also a very good option. And last but not least, eliminate. Eliminate anything that's not necessary or that are not top priority right now. So complex funnels in the beginning of your business is just a waste of time and energy and recipe for a headache. Like having something like click funnels in the very early stages of your business, uh, unless you're very tech savvy, is going to be an absolute headache. Or redoing the entire website graphics is not something that has top priority, right? It's not a money-making activity. Or doing like complicated stuff for clients where once you've had a call, you take like two hours to make a summary of the call and then send them, send them the link to that blah, blah, blah. I don't know what. All of those are tasks that can be eliminated because they're just going to be way too time consuming and are a recipe for resentment. Okie dokie. So what we will cover tomorrow. So tomorrow is super cool because you get hot seat coaching. Like you get the one-on-one -on -one experience of coaching. You've got questions. I've got answers. So whether you are, have watched all of the trainings or not, it doesn't matter. Think about some, a few questions that you might have tomorrow and you can ask them tomorrow on the hot seat coaching. And your challenge for today is go to the pin post at the top of the Facebook group. It's not there yet, but it will be there soon. And think about what are the main elements included in your offer and why do we care? So that's kind of the process or the steps in your offer that is going to bring people from A to B. So what are like some of the fun fundament fundamental elements that your ideal client from heaven needs to go through or needs to understand or needs to know more about in order for them to get the solution they want. That is going to be like the fundamental structure of your offer. And what is one thing you'll do to show your expertise? There is no right or wrong. I just want to plant the seeds here that you are an expert, your offer is amazing, and you have every right to charge accordingly. Okay, let me stop the screen share. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I absolutely love hanging out with you ladies and all of the people who catch the replay as well. And some of you have already enrolled in bootcamp, so I can't wait to get started with you in about 10 days. Uh, the link for the Visibility Queen Bootcamp program is in the description of this live. So if you want more information about how to start and grow your business and get your first or next high-ticket clients, you can just click the link in the description and get all of the details. I'm so excited about rerunning Bootcamp and it, it's going to be, I think, a one like a yearly launch so I'm just going to launch the visibility queen bootcamp once a year I don't know if this is the last time I'm launching it because I'm focusing on other projects after this launch let's see but it's an amazing program it's what basically it's a summary of everything that allowed me to go from desperate therapist to having a business that generates a very comfortable amount of income and actually never have to worry about money 
in less than 16 months. So if you have any questions, you can already, um, you can click the link in the bio, you can send me a message, you can join the Queens, you have already um, enrolled in the program. And thank you so much. Are there payment plans for this? Yes, there are always payment plans or payment plans on all of my programs. So definitely payment plans. For those of you who are maybe at like um, more advanced stages in your business, maybe you're already having like a pretty solid client base, making two, three, five K a month. And now you want to scale, you want to diversify your product suite and you want to do that super powerful inner work to manifest more and work less because that's what we all want. There's also a VIP option to the Visibility Queen Bootcamp, which is basically a very similar experience than the mastermind, but without the mastermind price tag. And I'm so excited about this because we go deep. We go deep into removing all of the things holding us back from expanding to a full potential. And I have said this so many times, I sound like an absolute broken record, but we all have the potential like I have no doubt in my mind that we all have the potential within us to make our vision board our reality. If we can dream of a future, it already exists and we can manifest it. And the only thing that might be stopping us from having that reality that we want right now is limiting beliefs that other people gave us. Imposter syndrome, receiving blocks, or not fully knowing how to allowing the energy of manifestation and that is something we do in all of my programs, even if you take the Visibility Queen Bootcamp without the VIP option. But of course, the VIP is a smaller group and we'll have much more time to fully uh, work on your manifesting powers so you can manifest more, work less, and spend more time under a coconut tree. So thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. And I will see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening and if you are a visual learner or if you want to sit down and take some notes you can still catch the full video presentation of this challenge by going to the link in the description or going to inespadar.ch slash vqc replays in one word and you will find all of the video trainings there thank you so much for listening and i'll see you in the next episode